0: Welcome to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport, a spirit filled, Bible believing, beacon of light broadcast, a non denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ both through Gospel of Faith Church as well as from the Spiritual Awareness Broadcast Studios right here in Fort Mojave, Arizona, a worldwide prayer ministry. Hello, I'm Pastor Davenport, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. You know, it's been a wonderful, wonderful time that we've come together to, to, to bring you God's Word on faith, love, and hope, and the grace of Almighty God. Today is uh, July 5th, and I want to talk to you today about why can't I be baptized. But before we do, I want to I go to God in prayer. If you would just allow me this time to bow your head wherever you are in your living room your kitchen out in the garage in the garden wherever you might be let's just join together in prayer Almighty God as we stand in all of your greatness and your mercy today we just want to invite you to be present for this broadcast by the power of your Holy Spirit Father we declare our love for you both in heaven and And here upon this earth. And Lord, I want to thank you, Father, that that you made the way to love and and, and be known through your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray that you would would reveal this great love to all of us here today. As we send out our prayers through this sermon message. And at our 11 o'clock prayer for salvation to the lost around the world, Lord God. We ask, Lord, for your blessings upon this ministry. Help it to grow with an army of prayer warriors and prayer partners, with our listeners and our church members. Lead us by your spirit to to praise you and to worship your mighty name. And may our hearts overflow with thanksgiving and our mouths proclaim your everlasting greatness, Father. We ask these things today, Lord God, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Praise Jesus. Can you just give Him praise wherever you are? Glory to God. Glory to the Father in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Welcome, welcome. I want to welcome each and every one of you listening to this broadcast today. I just welcome you in the name of the Father, and in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm very excited today, July 5th, because even though this is the broadcast... Today I'm over in uh, at Gospel of Faith Church. I'm actually brought, uh, baptizing those who have accepted Christ uh, through this through this broadcast. Uh, many of them have come over to the church, uh, and they're going to be baptized after accepting Christ here on this broadcast. It's exciting day, Church uh, Saints of God. So today we're going to be in the Book of Acts, uh, chapter eight, uh, verse twenty-six, uh, all the way through thirty-eight. Uh, Praise Jesus. If you got your pencil, write that down. Acts chapter 8, uh, 26 through 38, I believe is where it will be. Uh, and that's, uh, that's where we'll be. So in Acts chapter uh, 8, verse 26, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, uh, saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way, and goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is in the desert. Verse 27, and he arose and he went and behold, I hope you're reading this with me. Get your Bibles, dust it off. You know, it's in that corner over there. Yep, that's where it's at. It's over next to the end table, dust it off. He said, and behold, a man of Ethiopia and a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah, at the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandeth thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Now, the place of the scripture, which he read, was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shear, so opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, I'm reading in verse 33. Did you get your Bible and dust it off? Okay, good. (laughs) You know, that's a great book. I want you to understand something. I had a Bible. Given to me many, many, many years ago. And it had a wooden cover. And I took that Bible all the way through Vietnam. And it was a wonderful New Testament Bible. And it had an olive wood, uh, olive tree wood cover. And it meant so much to me. And I thought I'd lost it. And I was very upset because I've had that Bible ever since Vietnam, ever since I accepted Christ. And it was given to me and i really i really have had that ever since i ever since i began the ministry ever since i accepted christ actually and and i was very upset and and i thought that it, it had been displaced and I, I prayed and i prayed and i prayed and i said god please i i i i need that that bible in my life and and of course it's just a materialistic thing but it's very very old it's an antique bible and like i said it's got an o- olive tree type uh wooden cover and they're they're very they're antique and they're very they're very valuable. But uh, again, it's the only materialistic thing. But uh, I've always had that Bible with me. So I prayed and I said, Lord, I need to find this Bible. Please show us where it's at. And uh, and this morning we, we went over to storage, and sure enough, uh, Bob was able to find and retrieve that Bible for me. And I praise God uh, for showing us where it was. Uh, so it it's been returned to me, and I praise God for it. Anyway, in verse 33, if you have your Bible, in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and and, and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? And the eunuch answered Philip, and he said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth, and he began at the same scripture, and he preached unto him Jesus. He preached unto him Jesus. Now some people think that this eunuch was just a uh, kind of, uh, you know, ignorant. And as they went on their way, they came into the certain water, and the eunuch said, "See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? What stops me from being baptized?" What he's saying. And Philip said, "If thou believeth, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. You can be baptized." And he answered and he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Praise God. Now the message, <coughs> excuse me, the message of the Bible says, here's water. Why can't I be baptized? The question that this man asked was a question that we should all ask, especially if we have never been baptized, if we've never been immersed in the water. Why can't I be baptized? What would stop me from being baptized? And I'm a little different than many, many pastors in today's churches. I don't just go dunking people just because they decided to join a church. I don't do that nesty plunge, if you remember that commercial. I heard one pastor recently explain that baptism is an outward expression of an inward commitment. Another called it a public confession of their faith. And another one said, well, we baptize as a church membership. That's not what baptism is about. Too many people and too many preachers do not understand what baptism is for and what it represents. The simple act of being baptized does not save you. You must have an understanding of what that baptism is going to uh, doing for you spiritually before it can have an effect of salvation on your life. Now, this eunuch was not some slow-witted person. Look at verse 27. And he arose and he went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia and a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of of the Ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship he was returning and sitting in his chariot uh, read as he is the prophet so what do we know about this man he was a man of great authority under the queen of the Ethiopians he had charge of all her treasure he came to Jerusalem to worship and he and he was returning in his chariot so he wasn't a pauper, he had his own chariot, he he was in charge of her treasure, and he came to Jerusalem to worship. This was not, this was, or excuse me, this was an educated man of great wealth and authority, but he was also a man who loved Jehovah God, the God of the Jewish people. So he was probably Jewish. So as the man reads from the book of Isaiah, he comes across a passage of scripture that reads, he was led as sheep to the slaughter and like the lamb dumb before his shearer. So he opened not his mouth. In verse 33, it says in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh of the prophet this, of himself or of some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus Christ. You see, Philip didn't just have a casual conversation about Jesus with this man. Now listen to what it said. He preached it to him. He literally preached the word of God. He told him everything there was to know about Jesus. He chained reference scriptures to him. He used illustrations. Uh, he testified about the time he himself had spent with Jesus. He told him about the miracles that he saw Jesus do. He told him about Jesus' own preachings. He told him how Jesus preached, uh, confounded the religious people of his day. He told him about dead Lazarus being raised from the dead. Hallelujah. He told him about the blind man receiving his sight. He told him about the man with the withered hand receiving a, a healing. He told him how they took Jesus in the night to crucify him. He told him how Jesus was taken like a lamb going to the slaughter. He told him how when they railed accusations against Jesus and that Jesus didn't open his mouth except to say, I thirst. Philip told the man how Jesus died and not only died, but was resurrected three days later and was later seen by all the apostles and the masses of the people for many days. And he told the eunuch how he himself saw this lamb that Isaiah wrote about Ascend into heaven before their very eyes. And then he must have told the eunuch about how. On the day of Pentecost. Over 4,120 people were baptized and received the Holy Spirit. After one man asked Peter. What shall we do? And Peter responded. Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he probably he probably listen saints of god he probably even told that man about the revival he had just left in samaria where miracles and wonders were being performed and where multitudes of people were being baptized in the name of the one he was about he was reading about in isaiah and how they too were receiving the holy spirit baptized baptism evidence By speaking in other tongues. And when he told him everything there was to tell about this one who Isaiah called the Lamb of God. And who the people called the Son of God. The eunuch's response was simply this. Why can't I get baptized? The eunuch said, I want it. I want to be a part of this. I'm ready to be saved. I doubt I doubt that this was a 30-minute sermon. In fact, I believe they were probably there for several hours, if not most of the day. It would have taken that long for Philip to tell this eunuch all that he had witnessed himself and everything the eunuch needed to know to cause him to come to the conclusion that he was ready to be baptized. So the question that that eunuch asked is an amazing question to me because it shines a light on this man and lets us know where his heart was by his response to hearing all there was to hear about jesus christ you see he immediately was ready to be baptized he was not hard-headed he wasn't argumentative he didn't question every everything that philip said when he heard the truth he responded in kind with why can't i be baptized. Why can't I get baptized? And Philip's response to the question is equally important to us to understand. Because in his response, Philip gives the church the requirement that every candidate for baptism should have. And that is found in verse 37. And Philip said, if thou believeth with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And with that confession, the eunuch qualifies himself as a candidate for baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. I wonder today, I wonder today, church, is there a candidate for baptism in the name of Jesus Christ? And this is why infant baptism is not found anywhere in the Bible. Because an infant neither has sins to repent for, nor do they have the ability to understand and believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior? When people come to Gospel of Faith Church and ask, can their can their infant be, be baptized? The answer is no. Or if they ask to be baptized in order to join our church, the answer is no. We do not baptize as a membership in Gospel of Faith Church. I'm not interested in getting people joined to Gospel of Faith Church just by being baptized. I'm interested in getting people into the kingdom of God. And that means accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. And then being baptized and getting your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. It is more important to me that people understand what is happening when they are getting baptized. As a matter of fact, I can tell you for certain that a person Is truly baptized until they understand what baptism is all about and what it does. They go down into that watery grave of baptism and they arise a new creation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And their sins are washed away and they come up whiter than snow. A child and an infant baptism cannot produce that understanding, nor can a 30 minute sermon that creates more enthusiasm and excitement about baptism that it does understanding as what. Being baptized does for a sinful soul. Let's face it, you want to you want to christen a child and dedicate them to Jesus Christ. Praise God, yes. But that does not cover their soul. They need to make, they need to make that decision as an adult. At an age where they can make their decision to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Je- Jesus said in John John 3, 3, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then in verse 5 it reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again of water and of the Spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now don't get mad at a preacher if that rubs you the wrong way today. I'm just telling you what the good book says. Except a man or a woman be born of water and of the spirit. This kind goes along with what happened over there in the book of Acts, chapter two. In the in 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 the second chapter. People say I don't believe you have you have to be baptized. (coughs) Excuse me. I can. Just be a good person. That's what people say to me all the time. Oh, I don't believe you have to be baptized. Just be a good person. You'll get to heaven. I don't need all that hocus-pocus. Well, listen, I respect your beliefs. I'm not sure where where you get those doctrines from because it's not in the Bible because I don't read that in the Bible. But I can tell you this. I can tell you what the Bible says. First of all, if you go to Philippians 2 and 12, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, Don't don't just guess at it. Go into the Word of God and look it up. Don't treat this subject like it's not really all that important. Get into His Word. Get into the Word of God. Amen? Dig into the Scriptures to find out what it's talking about. Don't just listen to someone who says, Well, I know. Well, the Bible says, sister, you read it for yourself. Amen? Study to show yourself approved. That's what the Bible says. (coughs) Excuse me for just a moment, please. First Peter chapter 3, verse 21. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. This subject of baptism is so important. It's life changing. If it's a part of the salvation process, we need to understand it. We need to talk about it. We need to devote some time to understand and grasp what the Bible is saying about it and whether or not we should do it. Well, now preacher, I believe you don't have to be baptized. You're all grown up adults here and and you're all welcome to believe what you want. I certainly believe what I want to, but I then I read it in the book, in the Bible, in the Holy Word of God, just because you believe something doesn't make it true. Just because you were taught as a child doesn't make it truth either. (coughs) Someone once told me about a guy named Santa Claus once too. And then they told me about the Easter Bunny too. But that didn't make it true. I've been told all kinds of stuff. But that didn't make it true. If it's not inside the Holy Bible. If it's not in God's Word. It's just someone's opinion. I love it. When I sit around and I hear people say, well, it's in the Bible. Show me. Well, I remember reading it in the Bible. Show me. So I've got to ask you this morning. Are you going to trust someone's opinion? Or are you going to trust God's word? This is why for, the, for, for all the times that I, I preach the word, I, I tell people, please bring your Bible. Check my scriptures. Always. We're going to look in, in, in the Bible, and we're going to see what the Bible says. You're going to see that Jesus said it, and it's going to be in red. You're going to look at it, what the disciples said. You're going to see how it's done in the Bible. We're here to, to look not only in the Bible, but we are going to, to look at some of the earliest and the oldest historical records to see just exactly how it was in the in the early church. If you've never been baptized, if you were sprinkled, if you don't remember being baptized, if you don't know how you were baptized, if you just want to know more about it or enough to be able to tell someone else about it, I want to invite you to listen in to this broadcast. Peter told us in the book of Acts chapter 2 to repent and be baptized. Jesus Christ went into the river and he was immersed and he came back up. That's how it baptize is done. In the original manuscript, the word and did not exist. To the original reading of the scripture would have read, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the, repent, for, the, for the remission of sins. Repentance and baptism work together for the believer. You can't have one without the other. Here's what I'm saying. A new believer can cry out to God and ask for forgiveness for his their sins and even begin uh, living a repentant uh, lifestyle. But the same believer still needs to be baptized through emers- immersion. In fact, the salvation process has not begun, according to the Scripture, until a person repents of their sin and is baptized. Praise God. Peter said, not, did not say repent only. He said repent and be baptized for the remission of sin. No matter how good you are living, it's not good enough because you need the water of baptism to wash out the sins away. Here's what is interesting to me. Of the three things Peter talked about in Acts chapter 2, repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Only one of these things I suppose to do. <coughs> I repent. Then I simply have to allow the preacher to baptize me. Then the third thing is to seek after and allow God to fill me with the Holy Spirit. I repent. The preacher, uh, the preacher baptizes me. Then God fills me with the Holy Spirit. But you have to be ready. Are you listening? You have to be willing. My friends, you've got to be willing. Your vessel must be filled. But it starts with repentance. It starts with having the heart, a heart that says, God, I need your help. It starts with a great big, I'm sorry for the way I've been living. It starts with Jesus, help me. I wonder if there's anyone here listening to this broadcast who is ready to take that step are you ready to give your heart to jesus today i want to open i want to open uh, uh, the, the 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 this broadcast and invite you to come and repent right here on this broadcast today and ask jesus christ for salvation it's that time it's that time for you to open up your heart and let jesus in i'm inviting you right now this is the time This is the time that you open up your heart and let Jesus Christ come in and take that void. You've got that void in your heart. You know what I'm talking about. There's something empty inside, something empty, that void, that dark spot inside your heart. Well, Jesus Christ is there, right there where you are, and he's going to fill that void. You've had it a long time that void inside your heart. Well, in a moment, in a moment, Christ is gonna fill that void. Let me encourage you right now, no matter who you are, single, married, divorced, widowed, straight, lesbian, gay, trans, loving life, hating the world, if you're in jail or in prison, maybe you just got out and you don't know which which direction to go. Whatever your past religious experience, whatever your religious doctrine, whatever you believe, it doesn't matter. You know, right now, I just I, I just want you to know that, that Christ loves you. We care about you and we're praying for you right now. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. You, right now, good, bad, pretty... Not so pretty, skinny, not so skinny, young or old. You know, it it really doesn't matter. You know, right now, you need to understand that right now, we're in a place where, in our world right now, with the way things are going in America today and around the world, we don't know that we have tomorrow. You could walk out today and get shot. You could walk out and get a wreck. We just... These are uncertain times for all of us. And I know that the Bible says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the trumpet will sound. And Christ could come back at any time. You know, the world could go, go, the world could just go crazy. And there could be anarchy in the streets. You know, and I just, I'm concerned for you. As a preacher, as a pastor, as a friend, as someone who cares, I'm concerned for your soul. And I just think that it, it's time that each and every human being on this planet made their peace with God. I see it every day when I'm called to the hospital pray for someone who's dying. I think we just need to be right with God. And I think it's not too late to start a new life and and to get right with with God and to let Jesus lead us in a new life, in a new way, in a new time. You know, I was never perfect. I, 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 I led a life of sin. I've told this story a hundred times. When I came out of Vietnam, I was a drug addict. And Christ gave me a brand new life. And I've tried my best. I, I, I admit I've slipped. You know, I've, I've had my times. But I try my best. And that's all Christ says. You know, give it your best shot. And we all, you know, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. There's none perfect, no, not even one. So, my friend, I'm, I'm asking you today, you know, Jesus said to the disciples, you know, there's only two. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and love your neighbor. That's not too hard to hold up, you know. So, if nobody's ever asked you, if nobody's ever really told you, there's, a, there's an opportunity here for you to start a new life. And it's not, you don't have to walk down the altar of a great cathedral. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to have people lead you. You don't have to go to confession and confess all your sins. Jesus knows. God knows what you've done. Nobody else needs to hear it. You know, you don't have to go behind a wall somewhere and confess your sins. All you have to do is just say the simple prayer. If you're ready to start a brand new life and and be washed white as snow and start your life over. Say this simple prayer with me, would you? Just repeat it after me, do Lord Jesus, come on, just say it with me, dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. and I ask for your forgiveness. You know we've all sinned, and that's all God asks is that you ask for forgiveness and start a new life. Say it with me. I ask for your forgiveness and I believe. You died for my sins and rose from the dead, and I turn from my my sins and invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior, and I ask you, Lord Jesus, to change my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. You know, my friend, if you prayed that, that this prayer in sincere faith, I'd like you to send me an email at spiritualawareness777 at gmail.com and give me the date that you said this prayer. And if you said that, if you said that prayer, you know, I just, I just want to congratulate you because... You made a decision today that's probably the best decision you ever made in your life. And we at Spiritual Awareness, with Pastor Davenport, would like to personally welcome you to the family of God. You are, what the Bible says, a new creation, and the old has passed away, and all things have been made new. And we at Spiritual Awareness Ministries are so glad that you came upon this broadcast and accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You made the most important decision of your life and God has has a great future planned out for you and, and, and a great purpose for your life has just been opened up you know there, there's so many benefits that belong to you now if you said that in sincere faith such as forgiveness of all your sins healing for your physical and your mental and, and your spiritual body financial blessings and protection and the Holy Spirit to guide you and teach you the ways of God So I want to encourage you to go out and find a Bible-believing church in your every, wherever you are around the world, there's a Bible-believing church, a Christian church that you can join and ask them to to baptize you in, in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. Now, as we close this out today, I, I want to encourage you to continue to listen to our broadcasts. And for those that are listening, uh, that normally listen, I, I, I really can ask you, I hate to ask, I, I, I w- I'd like you to ask you to continue to financially support our broadcasts. It's tough. I mean, I got a producer to pay. I've got uh, editing costs, and, and and it's getting tough out there. I know people aren't working uh, like they used, usually are, but it's tough, I, you know, to financially con- continue to support this uh, ministry. And we are worldwide, and you know, we're hitting people are hitting us at at one hundred and fifty to two hundred, sometimes two fifty a day, listening to the broadcast. So it it you know, we're, we're growing. We're, we're worldwide. And that's, that's, that's awesome. We're really doing the, the Lord's work here. And so if you can, you know, if you can go on the website. Uh, we got a PayPal there. If you don't want to do PayPal, just hit Donate Now. Don't hit the Save button. Hit Donate Now. Uh, there's also an address where you can send in a check if you want to in um, and, and, and there. Uh, in the near future, we're going to have a, a page with our shirts on it. Uh, the shirts are, uh, there'll be a price on the shirts. That's a donation cost only. Um, that way, we we don't have to. Uh, it's not for a price. It's just a donation cost uh, for the price of the shirts, and uh, there'll be a page on there separately. And it's in an appreciation for for your tithing so that you send in monthly. So we we praise God for you, each and every one of you, for allowing us in your in your homes for this broadcast. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Apple. So with that. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you till he brings us back again. God bless each and every one of you.